Fucking horses doing their horse <laughs> shit, running around. Fucking horse shit. With, with tiny men <laughs> riding the backs of them. Yeah, we're going to have to thank... I'm going to have to thank uh, Miss Katie for making that, that chocolate uh, peanut butter fudge. She's like, oh, that's not the best, but I, I don't mm. know. Welcome back to the Savor the Burn podcast, a podcast of cocktails and rocktails. I'm your host, Jonathan. Across the table from me is Mr. W2. This is where he says hello. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Fat today... Fat fudge. Yeah, it's, fudge is really good. And off the menu of snacks. That's right. Treats. This week it was off menu. Off menu. It wasn't, it wasn't on the menu. I just saw it on the counter. I was like, is that what I think that is? <laughs> He's like, it is what you think it is, but it's more. It's more. It's more. It's banana bread. Banana bread. But it's got a little something extra in there. Blackberry. Mm-hmm. Which blackberry is one of the keys that unlocks my heart. <laughs> Blackberries for me is a love language. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So I have yet to uh, try this out. Poor Chandler. All he wanted. Like, if you remember, he was like, "I'm not." It's I'm, like I'm not trying to say something, but I'm trying to say something. <laughs> remember that? I was like, "That's a good line." Yep, yep. It's a really good line. Recently, we uh, we we celebrated Cinco de Mayo, and uh, today, like you said, day after, we are um, we're gonna celebrate a little horse racing thing. Derby day. Derby day. So we brought our ridiculous hats. Mister W two, uh, his his wonderful wife brought down a, <laughs> a choice of five. You had a uh, construction Bob the Builder style hat. Mm-hmm. Had Woody Woody's uh, little cowboy hat. Got a grad hat, graduation hat with a light blue tassel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Looks specific, like maybe somebody graduated. Uh, and there's a uh, a witch hat. A witch hat. But you chose. I chose the firefighter hat. Firefighter. You said uh, uh, little man wears it backwards with the bill out front, just like everybody. All the kids in his uh, class, yeah, they wear it backwards because mm-hmm. you know the bill goes in the front, so right. it, so? it makes sense to with a ball toddler. Cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've tried multiple times. Son, your hat's on backwards, mm-hmm. and he corrects me. He's like, "No." <laughs> right. Well, if you're a firefighter and you're running in a, a burning building and you're dealing with hot ashes and embers falling on you, you're gonna want that bill down the back of your uh, covering the the back of your your shirt, your jacket. The last your, thing you want outfit. is hot coals, hot anything yeah. going down your back. That's a big no, thank you for me. Yep. I don't want that. I don't want that. But uh. Yep, we're, we uh, we have our, our ridiculous hats. I tried wearing my uh, ri- my girlfriend's ridiculous hat. I tried putting the hel- the headphones on, didn't work. Like put the headphones on and then the hat didn't work. So then I I thought, well, maybe I'll just stick the headphones on on top of the hat, and it worked just the way I thought it would, which is one hundred percent does not work. But at least we got a fun picture out of it. So to uh, celebrate the um, uh, Derby Day, uh, you decided you were going to make us a mint julep. Tell us about this. It looks beautiful. Talking with my sister this last week, she reminded me with Cinco de Mayo coming up. You know, I was telling her all about. Uh, what all of our Cinco de Mayo plans were. And then she, being from Knoxville, Tennessee, mm-hmm. reminded me, well, don't forget Derby Day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, when is that? May 6th. May 6th. Oh, day after. Okay, mm-hmm. well, game on. So, yeah, in uh, celebration of Derby Day, we've got ourselves a mint julep. And what better? There's a lot of bourbons we could have chosen. And actually, my first choice and my first thought was to revisit that 
Sweetens Cove, Tennessee. Because mm-hmm. it's from that area. I made it as a mint julep just a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it was so fantastic. It was crazy good. But ultimately, Derby Day, mint julep, I decided Woodford Reserve, because they actually put out every year a specific Derby oh. version of their Woodford Reserve. Huh. So, But I thought, what a great way to do this. So... We are doing a Woodford Reserve uh, mint julep. Mm-hmm. The mint leaves muddled in the bottom of it. A little bit of simple syrup. And I'll go ahead and let the cat out of the bag. I had a little bit of my Woodford Reserve mint julep mixer mm-hmm. left over from a sampler pack I had. It's basically simple syrup that has been infused with spearmint leaves, the, the oils from there. It's designed to just mix directly with your bourbon and put it over ice. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. I feel like for a mint julep, you have to have actual mint leaves in it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a whole lot left. I only had about a half ounce total left, a little less than a half ounce. So I put that in there. I then topped it off the rest of the way with simple syrup, which mm-hmm. if I was making it without this mix, mm-hmm. that's the way it would be anyway. You would muddle the leaves in the glass a little bit. You would put a little simple syrup in there, continue to muddle a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Add the ice, pour the bourbon on top of it, give it a nice stir, Mm -hmm. add a little bit more ice as needed, and call it good. This just kind of helps jumpstart that a little bit. So we should get a little bit extra spearmint flavor in Mm -hmm. with our mint. And then I topped it off with a nice dehydrated lemon slice and Mm -hmm. garnished with a sprig of mint. Yeah, I thought there were orange slices looking at them. I don't know I don't know why I thought there were orange slices, but when you pop the top and you're like, isn't this intoxicating? And I smelled it and it's like, holy Jesus. It <laughs> it's crazy how much lemon, really the concentration of lemon uh, on the nose when you pop the top off that vacuum mm-hmm. sealed container mm-hmm. is, yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah, and you, you just kind of put that in there. You put, um, you... You put a, a sprig, you did it again. Uh, you put a sprig of, um, for for those that are listening, uh, a couple episodes ago, we we had the problem of our uh, cocktail glass sticking to our coasters that, that come in with uh, with every sample pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, every sample pack of, uh, of uh, spirits that, that you order from Flavier.com uh, comes with a, a little coaster. Yeah. And which is a really cool um, gift that, that they throw in there with it. It's like some kind of stone. I think it's like a yeah ceramic. Yeah, yeah, like an unglazed, unglazed. Uh, yep. ceramic. Yeah, so like for whatever reason, uh, the the bottom of the sweating <laughs> uh, condensated uh, cocktail glass kind of sticks to it, makes a little vacuum lock to it. You pick it up, you pick your glass up, the coaster sticks to it, and then it slides off, and it makes a little sound like Dunk. on the, on the table <laughs> that the microphones are mounted to. But uh, you know, whatever. So that's all that. But yeah, we've uh, he he he's got the dehydrated lemon slice in there, sprig of uh, mint for garnish, and I think we are off to the races here. So uh, let's try this real quick. Cheers. Cheers. It's almost like the uh, the mint and the spearmint are both trying. They're they're two different flavor profiles, but. Mm-hmm. It, it it's it almost seems like they're both trying to um, fuck yeah it's just like the damn races they're they're trying to fight for lead position yeah in the in the flavor profile on, on these things the uh, the Woodford Reserve the the proof has been cut way back but you still taste the bourbon in there uh, you kind of have to because you got um you got two ounces of it in there so it's like a, a double shot uh, of uh, bourbon in this cocktail but that happens with cocktails it's definitely good I'm not tasting the uh, the lemon yet but 
I have my lemon soaking it up in there. One thing I love about the um, the fruit, uh, we, we found out in previous uh, episodes off mic that uh, even if the fruit is not dehydrated, even if it's, you know, fresh fruit and it's sliced and it's dropped in there uh, in, into the cocktail, if left to sit in there for a while, it eventually, it yeah, it absorbs a little bit of the, of the flavor of the cocktail into it. Yeah. So then you have this wonderful little fruity snack at the end of mm-hmm. it. And you eat it, and it's like, son of a lint biscuit, that's really good. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of competing flavors in this cocktail, much like there's a lot of competing horses in the Derby. And this, um, the, the winner is the one who has the opportunity to drink it. That's how I see it. That's my assessment of the mint julep featuring I, I, Woodford Reserve. I think that's on point. The winner is yeah. he that drinks. Mm-hmm. Or she, or they. Or she, they. Mm-hmm. Quite delightful. Have you ever been to the... Uh, Derby? I have not. Neither have I. Kansas City used to have uh, uh, the Woodlands. The yeah, the Woodlands. That mm-hmm. that was Greyhound racing, right? Greyhound. Did they not have horses up there too? I don't know if they did or not. I think it. To my knowledge, I think it was just Greyhound racing. Mm. I could uh, I could probably reach out to a friend of mine, uh, but uh, we haven't talked in like maybe ten years. And um, <laughs> when we were in middle school, I went to go uh, spend the night in his house. And uh, he had, uh, for pets, he had greyhound racing dogs, retired dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, his family adopted them, and they would have them. Uh, one time we went out to the Woodlands racetrack. I don't know what the statute of uh, limitations are on this, but um, he would he would take, you know, 20 bucks or whatever. He would say, uh, all right, if you're going to bet on any of these dogs, which ones would it be? And, like, if you win, you keep the money, you know. So uh, my, my friend uh, would... Uh, would would do it i guess they did this regularly just father-son bonding me not having any money i'm just happy <laughs> to be here this is really fucking weird these dogs look really weird <laughs> it's like they look more like a deer than a dog but um uh they're still dogs are still loving they, they make great pets <laughs> yeah it was it was a fun little time at the uh at the woodlands dog racing track uh it's not exactly a, a rock tail I guess on that one, so <laughs> I, I can't. That's all right. I don't know what kind of rock tail I would have to, to go with a with a, a mint julep cocktail. Do you have any? I don't. Hmm. We're not nope. living up to the cocktails and rock tails <laughs> uh, part of the uh, show description. Sometimes we don't, but I mean, we're both rockers. We're both wearing rocking t-shirts. Gourmand. Gourmand <laughs> of, of uh, one of our favorite local metal bands. Which we get to play with those uh, at the end of uh, May. Yeah, what is it? Actually, June it's 1st. June 1st. Yeah, yep. June 1st. It's a Thursday. Uh, what's the name of the venue? Do you That's know the Westport head? Bowery. Westport Bowery. All right. Yeah, I'm, gonna I'm excited to play there. I've I've not been there, so I'm excited. New venue. Yeah. I've heard great things about it. I've I've heard that you know it, it's it's a smaller, intimate type of a venue that uh, so 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 many venues. If you don't have X number of people there, it looks empty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I the remember old Beaumont Club was that way. I was going to say back in the day, I used to love playing the Beaumont Club. Loved it. One degree difference. We had our CD release in 08 there. We had six, seven hundred people there, but it was still. They set tables out which helped fill in the mm-hmm. back part of it a little bit. Back but, by the mechanical bowl <laughs> in the in the crock pots full of. Random fucking food. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the what the guy was doing back there, but he had crockpots with like little sausages or whatever sausage links. Mm-hmm. And but even with that amount of people, mashed potatoes, it still looked very empty. Mm-hmm. You know, 
it's a little bit smaller venue, and so it doesn't take a whole lot of people mm-hmm. to make it feel like it's yeah. it's a good full venue. So I'm excited to play it, and uh, and it's always a good time to to play with good friends like mm-hmm. Gourmand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're definitely cool. If if you haven't seen it, uh, go on to their uh, their Facebook. I mean, a metal band with a cello player. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they got a cello player. Kick ass. Yeah, uh, Luke, he's a pretty cool dude, and uh, their their musicianship. The, they've got uh, Trent on drums. Mm-hmm. They don't always have him, but he's been in town long enough to where he's just kind of. Um, I mean, he's always been a part of the band, but he's uh, not always available to play. But uh, the thing is, with his drumming and his techniques and his style, uh, good fucking luck finding somebody that right. can play what he does <laughs> and how he does it. So um, it's a good thing that, that he's not so busy anymore to where he can you know, lend his, um, his expertise mm-hmm. to, to the drum mm-hmm. kit more often. And I think I think the, the the boys in Gourmand are definitely enjoying this. They're they're soaking it up. They're yep. living it. You know, no, you know, like burn the gates into existence. Like we're not we're not looking for a for a record deal. We're not looking to go on, you know, world tour. You know, million dollar contracts for Take every. Take over the world. You know, how much would we love to do that? A hundred thousand percent. But whatever. The Gourmand's not looking to do that. They're just looking to make the best music that they possibly can in their in their vein of what they like to do and they're there to just bring it out and bring it in front of people right and i 100 percent respect that and want to support that and they have cool looking shirts that is a cool looking shirt yeah 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 it's so cool that you got one too <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i think we we bought these shirts at the same damn time uh where the but, fuck were we uh i don't know we're talking about Oh, speaking of the Beaumont Club, mm-hmm. this is definitely not a Derby Day story. This is definitely not a Cinco de Mayo story, mm-hmm. but it is a St. Patrick's Day story. All right. Yeah, a little that's, throwback to St. Patrick's Day. a little Day. throwback. Uh, Hopefully we'll have Mitch on again soon. <laughs> definitely. As much as we talk about Mitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's got to come back. Hopefully he's got a pair of headphones uh, that work. I think uh, when we had him on last time... Uh, he was borrowing a, a set of headphones, and it was missing parts. Right. I guess a, working. I guess apparently uh, the kids these days, of all the gaming that they do, mm-hmm. it's become a standard practice to just rip one of the ears off because you only need the one ear to play your game and talk to your team. And I don't know why you wouldn't want that stereo experience, but right. apparently it's a thing where... You, you rip off the left ear and keep the right ear on, and huh. it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> huh. But anyway, the the Beaumont Club, uh, this would have been this would have been probably either 07 or 08. 98.9 The Rock asked One Degree Difference to play the Beaumont Club for their St. Patrick's Day show. They they were remoting live from the Beaumont Club for St. Patrick's Day. They had a, a few bands. I don't remember how many there were or who else even played, but they asked us to play. And then we're like, hell yeah, we'll play mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day at the Beaumont Club on mm-hmm. the big stage. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyway, we get there, we load in, we're doing all the stuff. And I don't remember who our contact was. Uh, I think he was... I don't know if it was an intern or whatever. It definitely wasn't any of the the staff that 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 we all know, mm-hmm. uh, all, all the regulars. It was some someone that I 
was not familiar with. But uh, Maya, the guitar player, and I kind of handled that whole uh, show and that. And so we got all of our, our equipment, all that loaded in. We're all set up. We're ready to go. And this intern for The Rock pulled us aside. He's like, hey, I need to talk to you guys. And so we kind of went off to the side. And he's like, hey, guys. Um, and he was very, very nervous. He had this kind of awkward kind of just we could tell that something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And he was really just a little anxious mm-hmm. and, and not comfortable in uh, delivering whatever he was going to tell us. But he goes, um, we don't have the budget to pay the bands for this show. Mm-hmm. Would it be cool if The Rock just covered the band's bar tab for the day? Maya and I, without missing a beat, made eye contact and then went, yeah, that'll do. That'll that'll be okay. Yeah. And then for the entire duration of St. Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. we just continued to order trays upon trays of, keep in mind, he didn't say, can I buy three beers per band member right can i buy the band beer Mm -hmm. he said can i cover your bar tab for the day yeah so we had two very very full tables of people that because we had our bar tab taken care of and so every time they'd come over we needed another dozen miller lights and let's do four shots of whatever and Mm -hmm. let's do you know Mm -hmm. I have no idea what the bar tab ended mm-hmm. up being that day, mm-hmm. but no exaggeration. There had to be there had to be a hundred plus beers. Who knows how many shots? Who knows how many mixed drinks? Mm-hmm. Because we were the band that played. I think we played like at one o'clock that afternoon. Mm-hmm. We loaded in like at eleven thirty, and these days I I have just made a, the decision. I I don't drink. Until after we've played, unless it's an all day kind of a, a thing, I might have one or two beers throughout the day if it's going to be a very long day mm-hmm. before we play. But if it's a typical show, I typically don't get my drink until I'm off stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just find that I, I, I perform a little bit better these days. Mm. Back in the day, it was always game on, mm-hmm. regardless of when or what time we're going on. And uh, so from about noon, and and we closed down the Beaumont that day, and no one cut us off, and we never slowed down. Mm-hmm. And anyone that we ran into that was a, a friend and wanted to hang out, they became part of the band, mm-hmm. and... <laughs> They really should have just given us right. here. Here's fifty bucks. Here, so here here's heard, 100 bucks. What I've heard through the grapevine, okay, <laughs> and you know, it, it's not even my ball field, so it's I'm not I'm not talking out inside baseball or, or or whatever. But from what I've heard, that guy, the in the intern that was either paid uh, like some kind of associate fee or uh, not even being paid at all, was uh, given we'll just say an envelope of money to pay bands mm-hmm. uh, to pay you know uh, the support the artist or whatever it is and he had done this regularly he thought he could get away with keeping that money and just you know pulling a little switcheroo like how much can these guys really fucking drink i'm thinking <laughs> you know five or six beers per band member they'll play it cool they'll be professionals well 
he completely uh, miscalculated that 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 thing. And so, like when that came to light, when ninety-eight nine, when KQRC had to pay that bill, uh-huh. they came to him asking, "What the fuck?" And that guy got in so much shit. Fired, gone, yep. and it was not the current program director, <laughs> uh, and, and I don't think it was even the one before him. But it was the one before him. It was like two, two or three program directors back, back. So you said this was what two? This oh, has been oh, 07 or 08. 07, oh, oh, okay, yeah. okay. So it wasn't two. It was like maybe one program director back. But uh, yeah, that guy's quickly no longer with yeah. the company. And so, uh, yeah, anybody I know, they know of the guy, but they don't know him. And like I said, we had two very full tables of family, Mm -hmm. but not even talking about all of those, but just in the short time that you've known our good buddy that we continually bring up episode after episode, Mitch was right there Mm -hmm. because he was one of our faithful that was always there to help load gear in and whatever. Mm -hmm. Mitch, Mitch enjoys a drink. Mitch and I alone <laughs> made a dent in that bar tab. Uh-huh. I bet. I bet. Yeah, one of the things we tried with Mitch was that quiet man. That quiet man. And uh, I recently realized in my uh, Facebook memories, thank goodness for those, because I don't remember it. Uh, one day I'm, I'm I'm grilling out in the driveway, as I do, and um, I had uh, some quiet man Irish whiskey in a in a, um, a mason jar. And I, you know, I asked Facebook. I'm like, is this um, is this what people do? We drink whiskey out of mason jars while we grill. Whatever the fuck it was, I said I don't remember. Yeah, apparently three years ago uh, to the day yesterday, I think it was. I I had already had quiet man and that's I, awesome i killed the bottle so i i definitely <laughs> liked it but yeah that quiet man like uh, i remember what we said um from our review of it was um there was nothing to complain about it was it yeah. was a good mid-range uh irish whiskey that um you'd sit there you'd, you'd pour neat or maybe you know half an ice cube or whatever maybe uh you might take your pipette and put a, a couple sure. drops of water in there um ever since uh talking about the pipette i realized that half an ice cube is too much water yeah so i may i may have to look into just dripping a, a few drips anyway so like uh, i remember our assessment was it's a it's a great mid-range iris whiskey yeah There's, you know nothing nothing fantastic about it there's nothing bad about it wins super great you sit there watch uh watch the evening news enjoy your whiskey and you'd be quiet about it because there's nothing to bitch about we enjoyed it and we ended up talking about it for quite a while mm-hmm. so yeah I, I was up at uh stanley station mm-hmm. um yeah. my, my local store I, they actually have a couple bottles of quiet man on the shelf mm-hmm. i'm considering going back and picking one up because you know once you try something that that you don't think's half bad, it's not a bad idea to yeah, have. I want to try it again. Yeah, that's what happened with that iron smoke. We yes, we, we had that uh, that taster that was mm-hmm. really good, and we and you know listening back to that, we enjoyed it. And part of our assessment of that one was we needed a second. Pour. I really wish we had a second pour of this mm-hmm. and the ability to make a cocktail out of it. So mm-hmm. guess what. We did. I tracked it down and I found it, and that's exactly what we did. Mm-hmm. And you found that it wasn't just the one offering; uh, they right. had uh, they had a, a, a whole little uh, a whole little variety of different things to try. What was it? Cast strength, rye. Yeah, they have a cast strength. Uh, I forget what all they had. They they definitely had a couple different things, but they had also just released a sipping cream that was a chocolate peanut butter pie cream. 
I hopped on Instagram because I know you posted it and you tagged uh, Stanley Station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, their their store in the in the post. So um, you know, I wanted to hop on real quick and see exactly which ones it was that that, that they had for sale there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I open up the app and I'm I'm already logged into uh, the uh, Savor the Burn Instagram. And the first picture that comes up is your beautiful Get daughter. Out. Oh, hey, yep. Look that, at her. That's my little girl. Yep. Yep, she's cute as a button. Uh, even Jennifer said that. It's like his daughter is so cute. I'm like, yeah, she's really cute. All right, so they got something called Baby Blue, Texas Rye, hunter proof, and then just the. Uh, oh wait, shit! This is about Bal- that's Balconis. the Balconies. Yep. What the fuck am I doing? I just wasted time. <laughs> <laughs> shit! Did you did you send me a, a picture of it then? Maybe I'll look in this. Uh, the Quiet Man. No. Well. More fodder for the editing room floor. <laughs> Unless you want to leave it in there. It was pretty funny. Where were you before? Oh, yeah. Okay. So they have uh, cask strength, uh, the the original yep. blended. They also have a uh, an apple pie bourbon. Mm-hmm. I think it's called uh, Rattlesnake Rosie's Apple Pie mm-hmm. Whiskey, mm-hmm. Which, and... which I think sounds fantastic. Yeah. It just makes me laugh because every time I think about apple pie i think about a certain bar owner here in town and the apple pie moonshine shots he always had on sale <laughs> all right all right all right <laughs> welcome to the roxy two dollar moonshine shots uh my uh, guitar player steven he's like he's so good at impersonating kilroy it's amazing it's amazing yeah when i think of apple pie it's apple pie shine is what moonshine is what yeah. I'm thinking. So maybe I just now clarified the uh, confusion I had way back when. Remember when? By the way, this is this is your piece of fudge here. I ate my sure? three. Yeah, okay. yeah. The uh, uh, sweet Katie, she made some uh, peanut butter fudge. <laughs> there goes that that uh, that lemon slice. She made some peanut butter fudge, and uh, we we were eating it, and it was so delicious. I fatted my down pretty damn quick. You still got quite a bit of that banana bread over there. Yeah, I haven't touched it yet. I'm I'm about to though. I wanted to get through more of my mint julep <laughs> uh, before I went after it. Fair enough. But uh, this mint julep is pretty fucking tasty. Are all mint juleps traditionally made with uh, bourbon? Mm-hmm. Your mint julep is with bourbon, and your mojito is rum. The alcohol is white rum. Oh, okay. Main, main ingredient: rum, lime, mint, and sugar. Sugar. Yeah. Now that you say that, that makes total sense. Any closing <laughs> uh, closing thoughts on your uh, Woodford Reserve bourbon or this uh, this um, uh, this uh, mint julep that you made? The more times I have a mint julep, the the more and more I just fall in love with it. It's it's such a fantastic cocktail. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, now that the weather is warming up. Oh, I've yeah. uh, I've started to get the the deck cleaned up. I still need to get the pressure washer out there and i want to spray it down and get all the the tree buds and mm-hmm. all that stuff off of there and break out the cushions for the patio furniture and all that mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a beautiful drink it's a very uh refreshing have henry nice cut drink. the grass and i'll just sit on the deck and <laughs> drink my uh mint you julep just, and you put a mower in that boy's hands <laughs> it better be blowing bubbles out the side of it man i better not put the Give that kid any kind of machinery. <laughs> now, damn it. You be nice to that kid. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. 
My only critique on the make of this cocktail is mint is a overbearing herb. It does not take a whole lot. Mm -mm. A little goes a long way. And I did put quite a few leaves in each of our glasses. So right off the bat, you talked about the spearmint and the mint Mm kind of competing competing i feel like part of that might be there's just too much mint in this i think i think maybe a couple fewer leaves in the initial muddling might have made it a little bit better but i'm not complaining it it still was a fantastic drink yeah i was just making an observation i I wasn't complaining because i liked it when we made the bringing mitch up again we uh we made the um oh damn it what was the cocktail that had the mint oh the the bow street smash yeah the bow street smash it it had it i thought it had a quite a bit of mint in that in there when you were muddling mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. shit out of it and i was like this is gonna be pretty fucking minty you know? the but lemon it it, 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 lo- it really was lost con- in there for me yeah i didn't really taste a lot of the mint the lemon really overpowered everything else mm-hmm. even the vanilla that we put in there right there was a hint of vanilla mm-hmm. but vanilla there was a hint of vanilla a, a hint of the mint in, in normal circumstances vanilla is one of those things that very easily can take over yeah and and overpower any other flavors Mm -hmm. that might be in there and it was a great cocktail but there Mm -hmm. was so much concentrated lemon in that Mm -hmm. the mint was lost and the vanilla was almost Mm -hmm. lost Mm -hmm. yeah so this one here mint julep i would expect it to be mint forward and it it was and And it's supposed to be and i can taste the difference between you said you're you're not 100 percent sure you can taste the difference between mint and spearmint but if you had them side by side, you 100% would. Yeah. So if you get a chance, get you some like spearmint gum or something. Oh, yeah. And, yep. then, and then grab you one of these uh, mint leaves and chew on it. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, definitely. Because um, it's like, you remember the little the little round red and white mints or the green and white mints? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like one of them was, well, the red and white was peppermint, of course. And the green and white was uh, spearmint. spearmint. So, you know, whatever. Anyway, so... The, they definitely taste different. And so when you put both of them in here, I thought, well, this is going to be pretty fucking interesting. And uh, it definitely was. I have, I don't have any complaints about this. It was um, the, the, the Woodford Reserve bourbon was, um, the, the heat was cut down, but mm-hmm. the flavor was still there. You could still taste it, and it was good. The simple syrup uh, helped elevate the, um, the flavor profiles of both the spearmint and the peppermint, uh, which of course the uh, the spearmint was in the mint julep uh, cocktail mixer bottle from uh, Woodford Reserve. You said you got that in a sample pack. Mm-hmm. Woodford Reserve is just a it's a fantastic straight bourbon whiskey, and it's a thirty dollar bottle. Mm-hmm. You know we haven't talked about it uh, hardly at all uh, this episode, but you know back to our conversation of you know price point. You know we've talked about. Uh, time and time again, and you know that thirty to sixty dollar mm-hmm. uh, window of, sweet spot. Uh, of where the sweet spot is. The regular Woodford Reserve straight bourbon whiskey is a thirty dollar bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the double oaked, which is the one that I actually really like, I love their double oaked. I think it's like a forty two dollar bottle, so it mm. still is not that expensive of a of a mm. bourbon, but I think it competes. All day long with bourbons that are twice, three times its price. Mm-hmm. And then when they make, you know, complimentary products like these 
mixer syrups mm-hmm. that, you know, the idea behind these mixer syrups, you know, it's we've talked about it before and having taken the time and mixing it up from scratch is hands down the way to go. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you had a long day at work. Mm-hmm. Having this to where you can just pour this in there, do it a quick stir and you're good to go. That that's what these are for. And again, back to quality ingredients. They mm-hmm. use quality ingredients. Mm-hmm. If I made this all from scratch, it would have been the muddled mint leaves in the glass, adding just a regular simple syrup to it, muddling it a little bit more, Mm -hmm. adding the ice, adding the bourbon on top of it. Their syrup has is simple syrup with the spearmint oils infused in there with Mm -hmm. it. So the idea is you don't even need to muddle your mint leaves. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's meant to you just don't make... even need mint leaves. No, you really don't. Whether it's peppermint or spearmint. Yeah, you, you really don't. It's a good product, and it, mm-hmm. it works well. And we haven't even touched on our favorite Woodford Reserve product, and is those damn barrel-aged cherries. Stupid good. You, Stupid you good. cannot go wrong with that. And so I am a huge fan of Woodford Reserve just because collectively they make a good well-rounded product mm-hmm. from the bourbon all the way through all their other ingredients that all played it well together now just to point counterpoint slash devil's advocate uh what you're talking about here with the uh the infused um simple syrup mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is yeah it's an ingredient that we commonly use a simple syrup sure it's just flavor infused it's right. not yeah what we kind of poo-pooed on well and, and a, which is a, a drink mix yeah like the like we talked about um in previous um episodes with chandler uh it's not like a, a cocktail kit or whatever right. in a jar right. of like old-fashioned you know, you put this, you put like, uh, you know, two ounces of, of um, the old-fashioned drink mix in a, in a cocktail glass, and you put ounce and a half of bourbon of choice, stir it up, add ice, there's your, your right. thing. It's not that at all. So it's 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 a different animal. It's, yeah. not, it's not apples to apples on this. Comparison. There's other ones out there that already have the alcohol in there. So, I mean, you literally pour it over ice and that's it. Yeah, that's the uh, margarita mix type stuff that well, I was talking about. Margarita mix, but I've uh, there's also uh, a couple old-fashioned mixes out there mm. that bourbon and everything, It's you, you literally pour it over at your ice cube and you're good, you're to, good go. to go. I've not tried one, I but... Mean, depending on who makes it, I might not even be I, interested. I hate to knock it before I try it, mm-hmm. but at the same time... There's no way it's a quality bourbon mm-hmm. if they're pre-mixing it. Yeah, so you had mentioned uh, earlier the uh, Bacardi rum has a uh, like a cocktail in a can. Uh, the uh, mojito. The mojito. Yep. yep. Of course, that's what we're fucking talking about. God, sometimes I'm just, <laughs> sometimes I'm just dumb as shit. So um, uh, going over to whiskeys and uh, and bourbons, uh, Crown Royal, uh, famously, they have a, a Crown and Cola. And mm-hmm. already mixed up mm-hmm. in a can, uh, a peach tea, I think it is. Yes. And uh, a lemon, uh, a lemon flavored. Lemonade. Lemonade, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, lemonade. I haven't tried the lemonade. Uh, the peach tea is good. It's not really good, but it's good, especially, I think it would be better over ice. Mm-hmm. I just had it cold in a can and drank it. The Crown and Cola, I thought was trash, but. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, you know, just a quick assessment. 
absolute trash. Uh, of those three, I haven't tried the lemon, uh, the lemonade. I definitely would just to see if I like it. Uh, I'm thinking maybe it'd be like a whiskey sour, maybe, maybe you know, uh, yeah. or at least a, a start to it. I what when I was a kid, uh, uh, yes, as a kid, I, I loved Crown Royal mostly because of the bottle and it was whiskey, and I was the only kid I knew that had readable access to whiskey and it came in the cool bags and yeah and it had the bag and people would take the bag everyone loved out it. of it if if you had a if you had a crown royal bag you were the shit you're the coolest kid on the fucking playground yep <laughs> <laughs> and i didn't always have that so I, I was i was glad to be the cool kid every once in a while <laughs> but then um you know then the fucking teachers take it away and, right you know, i'm like you're not supposed to have this i'm like fuck you you uh, don't know detention whatever <laughs> After school. Did you want to see me after school? <laughs> I don't feel tardy. <laughs> what do you think the teacher's going to look like this year? Oh! A little Van Halen for you. But uh you have any closing thoughts on the uh, on this mint julep on the Woodford Reserve? I like it. Yeah, I... <laughs> Fuck yeah! yeah. I, I think uh, thanks to it, my sister for uh, reminding me that uh, we needed a, a reason to do a Derby Day. Yeah, episode. I was, the Kentucky Derby is not on my radar as far <laughs> as things to even think about. But I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to future episodes. But until we get there, dear listener, we're gonna wrap this this episode real quick by reminding everybody to definitely check out SaverTheBurn.com and check out all the uh, updated. Uh, news and information that we have available on there, including the liquor cabinet. Please continue to keep listening to us on your podcast app of choice, whether that be Spotify, Audible, Apple Podcasts, Google, iTunes, Samsung, Audible, and so many, many more. Please continue to follow us on all socials, uh, including but not limited to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, <laughs> YouTube. Uh, search Savor the Burn or at Savor the Burn. And if you have questions, comments, concerns, you can email us, info at savertheburn.com. You can email me personally, jonathan at savertheburn.com, or w2 at w2 at savertheburn.com. And uh, always uh, remember, no matter what you're drinking, enjoy it. Uh, Share it. It's best enjoyed with friends. Absolutely. Uh, Now, we're not going to, uh, we're not going to come down on you with our criticism and poo-poo you for, for using a a, co- a cocktail mix of some kind, a drink mix of some kind. If you like it, by all means. Drink it do up. Do it. Um, I commonly, I frequently refer to the wise words of one Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Dig what you dig, man. So if you like <laughs> it, that's all that matters. Who fucking cares? Enjoy it. Like it. Love it. Have it. Share it with your friends. It's a community experience. And uh, no matter what you do and where you are and who you're with, Don't forget, keep on burning. burning.